Yo, what is the Utskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 34, and we are doing an indie game this week. And it was a toss-up between this game and another game that's probably going to be next week's game. It's a retro game, so I don't know. I just finished this one today, so it's it's the most fresh in my mind. And I've been playing this game for quite some time, and yeah, it's time to talk about it. I thought maybe I would have to talk about a cup, throwing a couple extra indie games to beef up the episode, but I think this game is worthy of its own episode. So today we will be talking about Neon White. And oh buddy, I am very excited to talk about this game. Uh, it, the music at the beginning will probably tell you a lot about what this game is. It's a very fast-paced, crazy, awesome, fun game. So we will be talking about that today, doing a review on that. Spoiler-free, I may add, so no spoilers. Don't like doing that. But before we go into talking about Neon White and why this game is so friggin' awesome, let's talk about what I what I have been playing and watching over the last week. And if anyone wants to throw out an email, tweet, anything like that, and you want to shout out whatever show, movie, video game you've been doing into over the last week, that'd be awesome. You can follow on Twitter or send an email. The link is down below. If you have any questions related to video games, wrestling, or hockey, be my guest. You want to be a part of the show, drop a question down in an email or a tweet or a message on YouTube. Any way you want to, links are down below. If you want to be a part of the show, I encourage you to do so. So, what have I been doing over the last week, you may ask, and, and oh, buddy, I am going to tell you. So, been kind of into a lot over the last week, been dipping into a lot of shows. So, I'll start out with a couple of shows that I've been kind of going through over the last little while here, so um, What We Do in the Shadows, a comedy show on Disney, now I'm into season two. Oh yes, uh, the characters are really coming along. Colin Robinson might be the best character ever. I fucking love that guy. He is an uh, energy vampire, and you just gotta watch the show to appreciate his character, man. I just watched the episode where he gets like an office job, and oh my freaking god absolute gem so yes i am i am into this show now it's getting quite funny i i'm the characters are getting really funny so if anyone's watched that show oh yeah that is that's some good shit which one is your favorite character mine by far is colin robertson i mean guillermo is is pretty damn good himself there's a lot of good characters man and um yeah but colin robertson is is the homie he's the best and uh, my wife and i Last weekend, watched the Power Slap finale. <laughs> I know it's... Uh, I'm, I'm as shocked as probably anybody that I've gotten this into uh, the Power Slap thing. It's just so outrageous, I just can't stop watching it. But the other big pay-per-view, and oh boy, did I ever get egg on my face during that. So the, they have two teams. There's uh, Team Darius the Destroyer versus Team other guy Wolverine and um the main event was going to be those two guys who are ranked one and two in the power slap world that was going to be the main event I the whole time was team Darius from day one my wife chose Wolverine and the whole show I was just chirping her the whole time just oh Darius is gonna destroy you Desadroya, all that kind of stuff and it was great well Darius got knocked the fuck out at the pay-per-view and lost. And Wolverine, congratulations, he wins. Um, he's the first like world heavyweight champion of the pay-per-view. It was a very enjoyable pay-per-view. It was extremely long. A lot of outrageous slapping. I think they, on the main card, like seven or five of the seven matches were 
decided by knockouts. So yeah, people are getting knocked the fuck out. Dangerous as ha- dangerous as hell. I don't recommend you ever take a slap like that. It's uh, insane. But man, we couldn't stop watching it. I highly, we highly enjoyed the Dana White's power slap thing. So. If you've watched it, I'd love to hear what you think. And seriously, if you haven't watched it, just check out the highlights, man. It's freaking outrageous. I can't believe this is legal. Like, I keep joking that I'm surprised that this is not taking place, like, on a boat out in the middle of the ocean. Because this shit should not be legal. So we watched that. And uh, so I started watching The Last of Us, the television show. Uh, last episode, I said I watched episode one, and now I'm done the show. So I crushed the show over the last week, finished the whole season, all nine episodes, and yeah, man, it was pretty fucking awesome. It was really awesome. Uh, I wish personally it was longer. I feel like they. I feel like, personally, it kind of got rushed. Like, I feel like there could have been 12 episodes. Could have been perfect. I'm happy that they, like... I felt easily they could have kind of chopped it up into two eight-episode seasons. And that could be the first game. But I highly enjoyed this show. I was blown away by the first episode was incredible. Episode three did some things I didn't... I was like... I was kind of... I was just kind of sad that um, there wasn't more of a certain person. But... Uh, episode three was unbelievable, and um, I like the length. Like a couple of those episodes were like an hour and a half long. So good, man! It was a very well done show. The acting was great. I really liked the the casting. I thought it was quite well done. Ellie was fantastic. Loved her. Joel, I love I love Pedro and everything. I just wish like I feel like doesn't Joel have like a southern drawl? It just that element wasn't there, but. Pedro was awesome as as Joel and um yeah man what a great show it looked beautiful it sounded great the 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 what do you call them the infected the um they were great I thought they looked really good and man I am super excited for the show going forward and the future of video game television and movies because this is this was excellent I love Chernobyl and this is like their next thing and fuck man I think they did a really really good job not perfect but very happy with what it is and um yeah dude I cannot wait for the next one apparently season uh two or is going to be based on game or last of us part two and that one they said is going to be two seasons so season two and three are supposed to be based on uh game two so I think that's that's great because yeah game two is a little bit beefier in storyline but honestly i i would have been i was a little bit um not let down let down is too strong of a word but i just felt like it kind of got rushed towards the end like the last episode i was a little bit surprised it was only like 44 minutes um yeah i just felt like it's still really really good though highly recommend that show it was freaking awesome i couldn't stop watching it man every single day after work i would crush an episode and oh man it was fantastic i really enjoyed it uh love to hear what everybody else thought about the show i was talking with my buddy billy and we were kind of on the same page with the length we thought that it could have gone for a few more episodes just for i don't know i'm going to replay the game uh here soon i have uh I'm going to go through that, and I wanted to do the DLC, which I just totally forgot about. I totally just didn't do it, and then, like, they touch on the DLC in the show, which I fucking love that, by the way. So I wanted to play through the DLC, so I got that downloaded. going to play through that here probably this weekend, because it's not very long. 
But yeah, I'd love to hear what everybody else thought about The Last of Us. So far, so good. I I loved it. I thought it was great. Cannot wait for the next season. So really awesome. Glad that people liked it and it did well with ratings and everything. So again, really excited to see the future for uh, this show and other video game stuff. Like I'm excited for like Bioshock and Fallout and oh man, there's... um, I think Dead Space has some, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming, so yeah, hopefully, I don't know if any of it's going to be as good as The Last of Us, but um, we'll see. And yeah, that's all the shows that I've been watching. Uh, In terms of video games, I've been playing through Detroit Become Human, playing through that on my YouTube channel, so you can follow the link down below if you're interested in watching me play through that. Really like Detroit Become Human, man. It's one of my, like, just if someone was like, recommend me like a weird or maybe an off the radar game for PlayStation that isn't like God of War, one of the big hitters, I'd usually say like Detroit Become Human because I just think it's really good. Just a really good, solid game. Having a lot of fun with it. I generally like re- end up recording more than I plan. Like I'm usually like, all right, let's, I'll probably, uh, bust out like an hour hour and a half or something then i end up doing like two two and a half hours sometimes so just because it's so much fun i was like oh i kind of want to know what happens next so detroit become human good time over there and uh playing through ratchet and clank still on the playstation uh well the ps2 the the first ratchet and clank still playing through that and uh planning on doing uh, an episode upcoming at some point on the ratchet and clank trilogy ps2 trilogy so uh, i'm not done the first game yet so i still have two more to go so yeah don't be expecting it too soon but i think maybe i might inter intertwine Uh, i might do like this ratchet game and maybe going commando and then do jack uh two and i want to combine uh like uh, compare the two because i grew up on the jack and daxter games and then later on fell in love with the Ratchet and Clank series. So I want to kind of revisit the Jack and Daxter series and see if I if which, which one actually was better. And, and, and so far, I would think that Ratchet and Clank is. But I want to go back and revisit Jack and Daxter and see how that goes down. And maybe do a Versus episode and see which PS2 trilogy is best. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. So playing through those games as well. And... A uh, game that I, I wanted to do rather this week or it's it's going to be next week now is Super Castlevania 4. Uh, another one of the games in my retro backlog that I never played. I never got to play Castlevania, Super Castlevania 4. And I am literally on the final boss right now. I just haven't gotten to it yet. And uh, yeah, so I'm right there. That will be the episode for next week. I'll be talking about Super Castlevania 4. So I won't be going into any uh, talking about that very much right here. Other than that, I'm just about done it. Alright, that is it everybody. So let me know what you've been playing over the last week. What shows you've been enjoying. And if you watched The Last of Us, what did you think of The Last of Us? Because for me, I really enjoyed it. I I played the games. I played through uh, the first and second game. And like I said, the first episode still made me choke up. Even though I relived that moment a handful of times now through the video game. And it still got me. So just a fucking awesome show. God damn, I cannot highly recommend enough The Last of Us TV show. And I think that's a decent segue into this game because this game comes at my high recommendation. So let's talk about Neon White. So I think one of the first things I want to talk about is the music of this game. Um, if you're a if you're a big old fan of like that house dance music, which honestly I'm not a big fan of, but when it comes to this video game, the the soundtrack is fantastic. It really fits this game flawlessly. I mean, the high tempo, crazy fast pace 
uh, nature of the music just pairs perfectly with the fast-paced, crazy nature of this game. So, uh, for the first time, I just have to shout out the music right away because, damn, I was just listening through the soundtrack again uh, before I started recording this episode, and man, there's a lot of bangers. I feel like I'm th- I'm gonna throw in more music on this episode than I normally do because I don't know. I just think it really fucking slaps, and I it just I, I don't I don't think it'd be something that I would listen to out of the out of my normal, it's just, I don't really listen to a whole bunch of music, I, I listen to it mostly when I'm playing music, but, yeah, dude, the music is absolutely fantastic, I didn't think I would like it as much, but, yeah, it goes really good with it, honestly, there, it, not because the music was, uh, annoying me in any way whatsoever, um, it was a, it's a great podcasting game. Like this one, I could pop in a podcast. You can watch a show, I would imagine, and uh, you could I could focus really easily on this game and listening to a podcast because you can just get into the zone with this game, or and you could just still focus on your podcast and stuff. I thought it was a fantastic podcasting game. Really enjoyed uh, having this and a nice podcast going. Really good stuff. So before we go too uh, far down the rabbit hole with this game, let's let's talk a little bit about the basics. Let's what, what the hell is this game? You may be asking. Well, this was a game that slammed onto my radar late last summer, and oh my goodness, the first time I saw this game, I was like, whoa, this looks like if Mirror's Edge was like Unreal or like a really f- a faster, crazier Mirror's Edge. And I was a fan of Mirror's Edge back in the day. I really. I had a lot of hype for Mirror's Edge, and I I loved a lot of parts of Mirror's Edge, but there was a lot of it that wasn't so good. But this game, oh my god, I feel like they just kind of honed in on... I don't maybe they, I don't have no idea if they got influenced by Mirror's Edge, but when I first saw this, that's kind of the first game I thought of. of and um, honestly, this is something unlike anything I've really played. That's the only game that I can come up with that is slightly close to this is Mirror's Edge. But oh my god, it is so much more than Mirror's Edge. So it's like a speed running first person action platforming game, and really emphasizes the speed running. So this game is very fast. And, uh, I guess that's, that's the only thing that if you get, I don't know, I've never, I never had this problem, but if you don't like fast paced things and things like that, um, fast movements, maybe make you queasy or something like that, that then maybe this game wouldn't be for you. There might be, um, things that, that can help you with that, uh, in terms of the options, but this game is incredibly fast. Uh, the music is, uh, about as fast as the game, but I love that about this game and, Oh man! In the first-person view, you're um, you're basically your goal is you got all these levels. There's I think just under a hundred levels levels in this game, and it's okay because a lot of the levels are really short. We're talking at the shortest you you can beat a level in like thirty seconds. The crazy people like world record holders can beat levels in like ten seconds. But uh, I think the longest level I I clocked in was just under like three minutes, and that's like the final kind of boss level. And there's a level called Marathon that is just... It's a marathon level, and it's like three minutes. So short, but sweet, satisfying as hell level design in this game. Oh my god. It is so... It's it's exactly what I've always wanted out of, like, a platformer, I guess. Like, kind of how I was always disappointed with Sonic the Hedgehog. And I feel like my problem is I never really got past Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Never really played any other Sonic games. But my impression of Sonic the Hedgehog was that I was supposed to go fast and shit. But in the first Sonic the Hedgehog, I was getting stopped all the time, getting hit, not going fast all that much. So this game, oh my god, is it ever... It is smooth as silk. 
it is so satisfying to play it might look really intimidating but oh man like it is so freaking fun man so you're going through these levels and each level kind of has like a a sort of theme and they'll have like certain cards now don't worry about the card ability as much basically they're just like power-ups they're just like picking up a gun in contra or something like you just walk by you pick it up you get these abilities so they could be abilities there's like a stomping one and they'll send you down into the ground and they'll pound any enemy that's in the, in the area and they also have side effects so you can toss your power up away and sometimes they will have a side ability so one of the later power-ups that you get that i love this power is a rocket launcher you pick up a rocket launcher first ability it shoots like a rocket launcher you can blow up enemies with it but you can also use it as a rocket jump so you can use the blast from the rocket to boost you upwards and then it's throwaway ability when you discard it it becomes like a sky hook so you can hook on to uh whatever's in range and basically spider-man your way and oh my god dude these power-ups are so freaking awesome and they'll slowly guide you through uh, the game i think there's 12 chapters in total and i would i think like 10 of them are like big full chapters then the last few are a little bit more story driven they're they're smaller chapters but with like kind of bigger levels regardless i think it's 96 levels in total so you're playing through all these levels and man are they ever freaking addicting like this game is so very versatile and honestly i think it's just so very easy to pick up and play within minutes i was like hooked onto this game i was like oh my god this is this real this is a really fun freaking game it's really easy at first and um i would say quite accessible it's really simple to understand it and once you get going it's just a ton of fun and uh, but it's hard to master so the goal of the of the levels are to get through the level as fast as possible that's the basic goal and you also need to kill any of the enemies that are on the screen so the screen will say um there's six demons on this level to kill so you have to go through and kill them all certain demons are killed in certain ways there's a whole variety of these weird demon creatures so uh i guess i'll get it out of the way so you are basically a demon angel thing from hell and you come up into heaven to clear the demons out in these areas for a chance to um i guess cleanse yourself and and maybe come to heaven and stuff so um there's that so i'll talk a little bit more about the story but that's the basic thing you're like an angel demon thing that is here to try and win your way into heaven by clearing out the demons for the he- for the angels and stuff it's pretty cool it's cool concept we'll get into the story a little bit later back to the gameplay so you're going through you're killing these demons so you kill all the demons if you uh, for the most part, I mean, well, for the all part, the levels are designed in a way that you're just kind of, you'll be like, bam, bounce off an enemy, bam, bounce off an enemy, pick up the the power up and you blast through the wall. And like, it's all just so fucking smoothly designed. Like I'm blown away at how there, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have one level written down here that was a problem that wasn't a treat to play. And there wasn't, there's was a handful of levels that I wrote down that like stood out as like different, but all these levels play the same they're very short and sweet extremely fun because the side goal is to get through it as fast as possible and there's a leaderboard system and i would highly recommend this if you can convince a friend to buy this game with you you can compete side by side with your friend trying to get the best times really really highly recommend you try that out but otherwise you're just competing against yourself your own times 
and the global leaderboard leaderboards, which uh, I am not good enough to uh, battle with the the best in the world on this game. But I don't know. I think I got maybe in a top one thousand a couple of times at best. But the game is incredibly. It's just designed to replay the levels over and over and over again, and it just doesn't get tiring. Like I I just kept. I had to like kind of speed myself up with this game because i've been playing it for so long now i'm like man when i've i was on like chapter eight a few days ago and i started this game like um maybe a month a month and a half ago and i'm like wow i'm still not through this game and it's not that i don't like it it's that it's so versatile and so easy to pick up and play like i said i could i took like a week off of it basically to play metroid dread and i came right back to it in chapter eight in the middle of something took me like a minute to figure out like oh okay what's the what's the power-ups in this level oh, okay yep i remember how the bam off and running back into the game again so it's super easy to pick up and play it could be as hardcore of a game as you want it's something that's like you could sit down and play it for 15 minutes if you if you can i mean i don't think i could play it for only 15 minutes but this game you can easily play for like a half hour or you can sit there and play for four straight hours it's super easy and addicting to get in and out of so um it is out on nintendo switch pc and i played it on ps5 i wanted it really badly on switch because it looked like a game that would be super fun uh because of its versatility it'd be really awesome to have it on the go i just felt like i would it looks like a game that you want really tight controls so i wanted a good controller and i thought it'll probably run the best on my ps5 i don't have a pc so if you have a PC, I think PC is probably the way to go. If you want to, like, really, really compete for, like, world leaderboards, probably going to want to go PC. Uh, at least every video that I looked up for, like, fastest times and stuff, it looked like everyone's rocking PC. Uh, I didn't have a single problem with my PS5 version. I was very tempted to get it on the Wii. I don't think you can go wrong with any version. I've heard the Nintendo Switch version runs completely fine. So there is that. Apparently it runs at 60 frames per second, if that's possible on a Nintendo Switch. But yeah, man, it's just oh so replayable. Like, I would go through levels again and again and again trying to get my time's up and you have like a ranking system with the times bronze medal silver medal gold medal and then there's the platinum medal so uh the higher ranking you get the higher rank you'll you'll climb the rankings in uh i guess heaven basically the heaven rankings uh you start at level 100 and you're trying to work your way down to level one so i think i finished i'm at like level nine so i was up there because uh, up until about chapter eight i was getting every platinum uh, time and I was collecting every single gift so every level has a, a hidden gift that you can go out and find and they could be really well hidden some of them are like they're that this kind of adds a puzzle element to this game because some of them are really tricky to find some of them you have to really uh, utilize your powers smartly and like really efficiently to get some of these gifts and they're really fun and addicting to get as well and they're rewarding to get because you collect these gifts and this is kind of the other half of the game, maybe the weaker part of the game, but when you're not going through these speed levels, you're in heaven, basically, and you can go around certain parts of this hub world. It's not a world that you're walking around in or anything. It's kind of just like a screen, and you can just go to the areas. And graphical style, it's like the picture slide book kind of deal with the with the with just kind of the pictures of the characters. So you're going in there, you could bring the gifts to um, the other 
neon. So the, the angels, whatever you are, you are neon white. So the name of the game, neon white, that's you. So all these things are called neons and everyone's got a color. So everyone's just kind of called neon, whatever color they are. So you're neon, neon white and you're, you got a whole bunch of characters, which we'll talk about in a moment. So you go there, you're in these areas, and you can go talk to the main guy, Mikey, who gives you your assignments and tells you, he's like, all right, kid, you're going over here, and then you're going to kill these angels with this and that. And it's, yeah, and and he's got a secretary who sounds just like that, Mr. Wazowski. So, like, I like the voice acting for the most part in this game. Some of it is a little bit cringy and honestly was a little bit of the reasoning why I turned this into a strong podcasting game because there's a couple of the voices in this game that kind of piss me off. Oh, Violet. Oh, God, Violet. Oh, it's Violet. Violet's voice pisses me off. But anyway, uh, you can bring the gifts to uh, the people in here. I guess they're kind of your friends. They're, ba- you're, they're your friends. Um, I get, well, now that I said it, story-wise, you have lost your memory. I mean, I mean, come on. Almost every game uses this. You lost your memory, and you don't know who these people are, but they were your friends in the real life, but you don't remember them, so you're trying to uh, get your memories back. And you could do that by giving them gifts, so you give them a gift, it'll level up their friendship, basically, and uh, you'll rather get a dialogue where you'll learn a little bit more about your your time with them in the real life. And sometimes they'll give you these side quests. And these side quests are, oh man, they're a ton of fun. They play the same as the game. But uh, you don't. I don't think it's always you have to kill all the demons. I think the main goal is just to get to the end and get the orb. And the orb will level up your friendship even more. But oh, these things were challenging as hell. Some of, the, some of these I did like... 40 plus times and like finally would get in like ah but again even though i would replay some of these levels like upwards to like 40 times i never got sick of it i never got maybe once i was like maybe at like death 38 in a row i was like "Uh, okay okay come on now basically like seriously never got mad at this game the the dying it's so fast and instant to restart the level that's the great thing like if you're going if you're if it's a game that you're going to be dying in a lot it's good to be able to restart extremely fast and in this game at least on ps5 instantaneous you die bam you could just hit the middle button and you could just reset it whenever you want if you're like oh, i'm already behind on time i might as well just restart you can just bam hit hit the restart button you're right back at the start so really easy to do that but these side quest levels, holy shit, dude. Some of them were really tough. The game is tough, I guess, sort of in a, in a way, not like, definitely not unfair. It basically just comes down to um, how focused you are and how good of a run you're having and um, uh, how efficient you are with your power-ups and stuff and, and how, I guess, observant you are of your surroundings because that's another thing. In every level, there is a little bit of a shortcut. So, um each rank that you unlock in every level so you get the silver rank will unlock your ghost so you can follow your ghost and race your ghost gold i believe will unveil the shortcut so you'll go through the level it won't like tell you exactly where the shortcut is you have to kind of look for it and it'll have like this kind of glowing eyeball and then if you run into the eyeball it'll show you like the secret path and it's like oh shit and yeah some of them are really obvious you're like sometimes you'll find the secret path on your own sometimes they're pretty well hidden you're like oh shit i didn't even think about that and then on top of the secret hidden paths, you can shit all over those sometimes by going on youtube and watching some of the people break like world records and and the insanity that they 
they do with some of those world record times. So there's that. So the game is beefy, man. It's a beefy game. There's a lot here to this game. Uh, replayability wise is out of control. Like every level is extremely replayable for me. I was highly encouraged and wanted to find every gift I wanted to f go through and uh, get the fastest time or at least the platinum time. I didn't bother going for world world record times or anything like that, but I wanted to platinum every level until I just started was like, okay, let's just kind of get to the end so I can kind of get this episode out. But I want to go back and get the rest of all the gifts and I want to platinum all the rest of the levels and finish off all the dialogue trees with all the friends and figure out what's going on. There's two endings to this game. Uh, just kind of the normal ending and then the, the second ending. I'll just shout it. I'll just tell you now. I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you want the secret extra ending, you're going to have to get all the gifts in this game, as far as I know, and unlock all the dialogue with all of your friends. And that should unlock the, the extra ending in Neon White. But, oh my god, dude, this game is kind of endless. Kind of like a Tetris, almost. Like, this is a game you can just come back to. It's a high-score kind of game. It's a, something that I think I will probably leave installed on my PlayStation for its entire life, because this is a game kind of like Tetris that I can just come back to and easily play at any time. It's so easy to pick up and play, but roughly it took me about 30 hours to clear it. And I would say 70% of the game, I was trying to get everything. And then I kind of sped up and didn't bother with the gifts. So in and around, like you could beat this game in like 15 hours if you want to, it all depends on how much you want to put into it. And I think it's a game that once you start playing, you're going to end up putting in a lot of hours. I've heard people putting in upwards of 200 plus hours in this game. You can get super addicted to this game if, if yeah, in the right circumstances, absolutely. But it's easy to put down. It's easy to pick back up. I can't emphasize that enough. But yeah, about 30 hours for me to beat it. But after that, you can go back and replay any level that you want, which is great. Very easy to just, and it tells you everything like, what grade you got on every level if you're missing a gift or not it'll it's all right there you can easily go back and pick up the level get right back into it where you left off and just start recollect collecting everything or replay any level that you loved or if your friend is like kicking your ass on one time and you just get in like a, a battle of trying to beat each other's time oh my god and then on so there's virtually endless gameplay with that and then on top of that at the end game it unlocks this uh, rush mode so you can, it literally, you will, it'll, you play the whole game back to back to back, all 96 levels in one go. And you do it as you uh, can unlock four unlockable characters. I didn't see which one it is, but it's like, you know, neon yellow and like the characters that you get in the game. So, and the coolest thing about it is it randomizes the levels. So like, I just tried it just for the sake of the review and see what it's all about. I started playing it and I was like, oh, okay, there's this level. I was like, okay, I slightly remember this. And then the third level that I got was the final level in the game. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, fuck. So I was like, oh, the randomizer element on that is fucking awesome. So again, that's another endless gameplay loop right there. You can just sit there and go through as many levels as you want. You can stop. I, I'm pretty sure you can stop and pick it up at some point. I don't think you have to actually sit there and play through 96 levels straight. But um, that is there. It's, um, wow. The, the, yeah, the replayability, man, I could, I understand now how people can put in that many amount of hours. Now I'm not going to sit there and 
put in a shitload more into it, but uh, yeah, I'm not done with it quite yet. So uh, the replayability is one of the best parts of this game as well. And now to the side of the game that maybe, I'm not going to say it's bad, but I guess maybe the weaker part of the game, and that would be kind of the storytelling and character development. Um, not that it's bad. I liked a lot of the characters in this game, and we'll talk about them in a moment. But storyline-wise, I was way more engaged in the gameplay side of it. The story was kind of there. Um, voice acting was was fine. I think for the most part, all the characters were pretty good. Like, I really liked Mikey. He's got that, you know, that fucking tough guy accent. He is also a cat. Uh, so he takes the form of a cat. He reveals his uh, to, his true form at the end of the game, and that was quite, uh, that was something. But um, he takes the form of a cat, you know, classic with the cigar over here. He's got the sunglasses on. That classic kind of guy. He was a really enjoyable character. I really liked Mikey. He was good. He's the boss man. He tells you what to do. He gives you the missions and all that stuff. And a secretary. Uh <sighs> fuck i don't remember her name was it like rosie or something she was good too she's just your classic secretary good stuff from her uh the only character that i had a problem with and not her character itself she was actually one of like my favorite characters like what she does wise but her voice acting for uh neon violet she's just that kind of overbearing kind of anime girly girl thing and it's just it just pierces my brain skull and like, oh, it just gets deep in there and it just pierces into me like a, a fucking jackhammer and all oh, that voice just, yeah, um, for that would be kind of the reasoning why I, I would turn this game into a podcast game. Uh, there wasn't many interactions with her, like you would have to deal with her whenever you have a gift and you would have to talk with her, but her, the character of, of Neon Violet herself was awesome. She's this like... She seems like this innocent girl, but as the game starts going along, she turns into this fucking psychopath. And um, yeah, kind of, kind of a classic. It's it's very anime, like the game, the style of the game, and everything. It's it's very anime in its style and storytelling and characters and everything. Kind of generic, stereotypical characters, I guess. And I'm not even that big of an anime guy. I've watched a handful of anime, but. Uh, even I get the kind of, okay, I've seen these style of characters before. You got the goofy goof guy in, in neon yellow. You got the kind of silent but tough type in neon white. You got the kind of tough, supportive, uh, I don't know, smart woman in red. You got the, the tough bosses and stuff like that. And you got the super psychotic lunatic guy in neon green. So two psychopathic kind of characters in this game. I really enjoyed the psychopathic nature of both of them. I thought they were pretty well done. I liked um, Violet eventually. She will get like really mad with you. And she starts laying down traps in later on levels. And you have to avoid her traps. And... The traps can be a little bit annoying at times. I mean, they, they will instant kill you if you get hit with their bullet or whatever. And in terms of dying, you get... Um, you have, like, a health bar, sort of, I guess. Like, you get a certain amount of uh, hits that you can take, and the enemies will shoot, like, projectiles at you. There's um, a certain enemy that he, it'll lock onto you, and if you don't kill it quick enough, it'll kill you instantly. Uh, the traps, basically, they're like landmines, base, uh, like, like tripwire landmines. You trip the wire, you're dead. If there's like these monster chests, you hit them, you get hit by their little bullets, you're fucking 
dead. So yeah, there are ways to get instantly dead. Uh, if you fall off the stage and you're you're fucking dead. If you get too many to- hit too many times, you're, f- you're fucking dead. All right, you're starting to pick up the pattern. So yeah, you're gonna die a lot. I wish there was a kill counter on this game, or even like a really cool mechanic would be something from like super meat boy at the end you can have like all your neon ghosts and you watch all the runs at the end that would be really satisfying but um yeah the characters i thought the voice acting was it was serviceable i didn't think it was bad like even violet she there was like a fine performance it's just my personal ear taste was that's not what daddy liked to hear so but violet though great crazy character neon green he's like the kind of the main bad guy in this game and uh he's they got an interesting backstory like their their alter real life in the real world they were like i'm not going to reveal what they were you can just kind of figure that out on your own but it was cool and i kind of liked how that story was coming along it's just like i don't know i'm not a big fan of that way of storytelling where it's just kind of there wasn't really any cutscenes per se i don't think there really were uh maybe the one opening cutscene and and stuff like that but man this game would have been so tight if it had like that anime cuts cut scenes or something like that didn't really have that but it was fine it's serviceable you're like reading i i preferred to read it instead of the voice acting i just i don't know i i feel like i'll just make better voices in my head but like i said the voice acting was serviceable some voices much better than others uh, in terms of the style of this game, really unique style, uh, anime style, but uh, it's very colorful. It's almost kind of like Mirror's Edge in a way, how Mirror's Edge is like bright and colorful. And um, yeah, I really like the way that Neon White looked, a very nice looking game for sure. Not like the craziest thing, like it's not, oh my God, it's not a AAA made game, it's an indie game. And that's another amazing thing about this game is its price point i mean for this price point like i think i got it on sale i think it was like 21 dollars. so this is like a 25 dollar game you will get beyond bang for your buck on this one i mean oh my goodness just absolutely ridiculous um but back to the characters some other characters i did like neon yellow even though he's like kind of the most generic um character he reminds me of uh in persona 5 the um i can't remember his name right now for the life of me but the doofusy guy that's in that game who's like your best friend he kind of reminded me of that and i liked him so like you got that kind of doofusy overly friendly uh really really um positive guy so he was fun to have around i liked him uh the guy that you're playing on playing as neon white he's fine i mean he's not like He's not bad. He's just a little bit kind of like, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's just kind of, yeah. He doesn't do anything overly amazing. He's like a little bit funny here and there. He's got a little bit of a personality, but for the most part, he's kind of like your standard, I don't know, main anima, anime dude. He's just like kind of cool, too cool for school, but also kind of a goofball at the same time, you know? But yeah, no, nah, he was fine. He was fine. And Red, like I said, I liked her. Green was, oh man, he was uh, he was a good heel. I liked him. He was a good bad man. So in terms of just a, a few miscellaneous notes that I have written down here, um, the level marathon, which is, uh, like I said, one of the longer ones, it was really fun though. So in the last episode, I talked about uh, final bosses and their length and uh, how much fun they are. And they should be a lot of fun. It shouldn't just be like the most difficult, most challenging thing to rather A, you know, 
just make it because it's supposed to be oh it's the final boss it's supposed to be the most hard and sometimes it's hard to make something that is difficult but also a lot of fun so like i said neon white has its difficulty but never once was i frustrated with it even with its final boss at times and uh this marathon level which it felt like a marathon it did it took me a while to get through it because it's a longer level and there's certain sections of it that it took me a while to figure out how it was and then you get that down and then you start messing up other parts and then you oh you start messing up that part but never once i was just like oh oh i don't want to do this i was just i was always encouraged to go back and try it again like oh okay I, i messed that up oh let's try that or sometimes i'll just be like Let's just fucking change it up and try a whole new strategy that doesn't work. But, uh, yeah, uh, that level marathon, um, I don't know. I, I guess, like, in Neon White's way, it's kind of a boss fight. They have, like, there is a boss fight. The final boss is a Neon White-style boss fight. I thought it was really, A, it was a lot of fun. It took me a whole bunch of tries to beat him. But, all in all, once you beat it, it was, like, a three minutes. It clocked in overall at, like, three minutes. But it took me, like... I don't know, 30, 40 minutes to finally do it of, of trying over and over again. But each part of the fight was a lot of fun. You're just kind of like using the elements of the powers that you use throughout the game. And you're like chasing him through and you're trying to smack him and you're breaking down his barrier while all like flying through midair and stuff, keeping your, Oh man, it was, it was really cool. I like the way I wish there was more of them. I, I wish there would be uh, more of these boss fights, but maybe they didn't want to overstay their welcome with that maybe this was kind of the only style that they could and if they every boss was this style then yeah it would overstay its welcome but the way that they did it with that final boss i mean i really enjoyed it i played it a whole bunch of times today (laughs) trying to get through it and uh, another thing that i noted that was really funny um you'll be um whenever you get through uh, a section of the game so uh with your rank you'll have to hit a certain rank to get to the next level a i never was even close to like not making the rank they're like oh mr white you gotta get to level 68 and i'm like i'm fucking level 12 right now like get the hell out of here now it wasn't that egregious but i was never in danger of not being high enough level to get to the next section of the game it's there i guess to slow you down enough so that you don't fly through the game and like a couple hours or something. I think there is a speed run out there that was like 46 minutes or something crazy like that. Oh, I can totally believe it. You could fly through this game more than likely. But if you want to collect all the stuff and get all the highest uh, uh, times and stuff like that, yeah, you'll you'll be clocking in probably 35-ish hours if you want to do all that. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, really fun. The, but the heavenly, you'll get these uh, heavenly delight tickets. And uh, whenever you get through a section you you get the orb or whatever you're trying to collect all these pieces of the orb at the end and uh they'll give you a heavenly delight ticket and you take it to the cathedral or whatever and they'll give you a heavenly delight and they're um they're good oh yeah the the the, the pleasures of heaven are are displayed in full effect with the heavenly delights so that was a fun little uh funny treat you get after every uh level you get through so um yeah the final delight was just a just a treat just just fantastic thank you so much for that but uh it's part of the game so it's uh something you'll if, as long as you beat the game you'll experience that it's not something really hidden or anything like that but yeah, man, the game has its charm. It's got it's fairly funny. Like I, I 
I wouldn't say it's like the funniest game ever, but it's got that like anime humor charm to it now. Uh, it doesn't go to that like, I don't know, it sort of goes into those sexual vibes, I guess, that those anime shows always do. But um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's in there. One thing, though, that I would totally love this game, uh, if, if this would ever go to the next level or something, I would love, like, give this to Atlas or whatever and let them, like, let these people create the, the neon white, the gameplay, keep that, but let Persona do the Persona thing for the second half where they're, like, going through uh, the towns and doing uh, activities with your friends and building relationships that way. <gasps> oh my god, if they did, like, character building and storylines and, 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 and all that, the way that Persona did, oh my god, dude, this would take this game to the, like, the oh my god level tier, like, like, Persona 5 is a lot of fun. I love Persona 5. It's one of my favorite games of all time. S mostly because of the strong character elements of that game. The storytelling, the the character, uh, the friendships that you're building throughout that game are outstanding. And I couldn't help but thinking while playing through Neon White when I got to those sections. Like, I never got the same level of, of excitement and like, oh boy, I'm going to do this and that. And like, oh, I got to plan it out. Like, strategize it the way that you do in Persona 5. But like, oh my god, if there was one thing that I could add to this game to fucking send it like oh my god it would send it to such another level if it would have if it would take that um that side of the game and just turn it up and add so much more arc and even a strategy like you don't have to make them go to school but uh, you could totally do that like have like heaven ski and they're like learning to become the best best fighting demons and shit that would be fucking wicked yo neon white developers neon white 2 make that shit neon white slash persona you know what i'm saying that would be incredible but yeah man this game comes at a really high recommendation uh from me personally um Let's kind of go through the the cons and the pros of this game. So cons, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm really kind of grasping at straws for cons. A lot of these aren't necessarily negatives to the game that I'm like taking major scores away. They're just kind of nitpicks or, or nudges basically at things that I think they could do better. So character wise i thought they were fine but they could have been better they could have been uh, the they could have done more with uh building friendships with your characters and like the dialogues were fine they were fairly interesting to learn about them and stuff but they weren't like like i just i don't know this might be a persona thing you know sometimes you play a game that's so good it kind of affects other games that just aren't up to that tier but i was fine with the characters but i wasn't like in love with the characters like at the end of it something happens and i was like eh, okay can i go play some more levels now like this game for me it was all about the gameplay uh story was there it was fine it didn't ruin the game but it really didn't add that much to it i just think if they could have done a little bit more with the storytelling and the characters um goddamn like i said if they could persona that side of the game oh my god you would have like one of the greatest games ever fucking made but uh, if I had to nitpick, I would say the storytelling and uh, the character development wasn't as great as it should be. But again, this is all taken with a grain of salt. This is an indie game. This is a budget title. This isn't a game, not, not a game that's asking for your $80 plus tax and stuff like that. This is a, a very well-priced game for what it's delivering here. So I have to take that into account. So 
Um, when it comes to these, when, a, when it comes to an indie game, it's really hard for a developer uh, that's working at, a, at rather a smaller team or limited resources for them to nail, <clears throat> excuse me, to nail both aspects of that, to nail an incredible story and incredibly fun gameplay. But again, not bad. Story was fine. Could have been better. And um, voice acting maybe could have been, it was like again serviceably fine violet maybe i just wish she wasn't that like really generically annoying like school girly anime thing you know what i'm saying i don't know that voice just in particular in particular drove me a little bit banana and uh yeah man i'm i'm really grasping at straws maybe some more unique boss fights would have been a lot of fun or uh, uh pleasurable or a, a good addition but seriously man this is a hell of a package of a video game right here especially a a game that is priced like that like i said i think i got it for 25 dollars on sale could not recommend that at that price level any higher 40 dollars i would pay for it 50 dollars you're 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 pushing it for me personally i'm a cheap motherfucker but i would i would after playing it i would recommend someone yes you could pay 50 dollars for this game this game is fantastic i think the style of this game is really unique and fun i guess i didn't really talk about the mask element of this game it's not really an element or a gameplay um, mechanic of the game at all but everybody has masks on they're pretty neat looking i think everyone's mask is kind of cool it's supposed to be telling of your personality and uh like neon all the other neons are kind of based off of animals and then you have this like horrifying like oni mask that's like demonic and shit but i like the designs of the masks so like they had that really just good cool anime style to it i like the look of the game itself very colorful i wouldn't call it like I don't know, I guess heavenly at times, I guess. There were clouds, so that's that's in heaven and sky and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I love the look of the game. The music is excellent. I fucking love the music. I think the music fit the game so good. Not even a fan of like that dancey, beat-heavy, high BPM music, but goes perfectly with this game and the, and the way that it is. It's a fast-paced game. And, I mean, if there's only one thing that's better than the music in this game, and that is the fucking gameplay itself. I mean, that is what I, I hold at the highest importance when it comes to video games. How fun is this game to play? This game is outrageously fun to play. I mean, so accessible, so easy to pick up, put down, play whenever, play for fucking 10 minutes, play for 10 hours. It's very versatile in that way. And, uh, oh, one thing I didn't mention was the control, uh, the controls of the game, which are fantastic. Uh, I had a little bit of difficulty with it at the beginning. I actually had to change, uh, remap my controls. I, I forget what, um, what I did exactly, but I think the jump button was one of the bumpers. It's all down to comfort. That's another thing. The game has accessibility, so you could change your controls whichever way you want to. And I did that. I was playing, uh, I forget what I was playing, but I just felt more comfortable with the X button being jump. And I guess that could be one nitpick, one other nitpick that I have. It is that, now that could have been me putting the jump button on X, which maybe some people have played Neon White or throwing up 
all over the place right now that I did that, but sometimes the jump button wouldn't work as, as consistently as I would want it to sometimes. Sometimes I would, I don't know, uh, wouldn't be pressing it as hard, or I maybe the first personness of it would not allow me to judge how far I am to the edge, and sometimes I would more than likely just be running off the edge where I thought I was still on the edge and being able to jump where I didn't. So could just be a me problem again, but... Yeah, you can remap your controls in any which way you want to, so it's very accessible in that. Uh, Replayability on this game is insane. You can literally put hundreds and hundreds of hours into it, replaying the levels, trying to beat the scores, trying to get to the world record, collecting all the gifts, getting all the dialogues, doing all the side missions that are just more of the gameplay just really really fun but difficult side missions uh the puzzle nature and collecting the gifts was really satisfying uh getting the the platinum on the level is so satisfying when you when you get that when you fucking get through the, the gate and you and you get that sound and you and, and and you see the the platinum metal and you're like ah sometimes you beat it by like just a few milliseconds you're like ooh, ooh, that was close and sometimes you smash like through that plasma like damn i was almost i was like world record pace but not really you know what i'm saying but yeah man gameplay wise and replayability is is at the at a very high level on this one if you love a good arcadey fucking video game and maybe you're a little bit sick of every game being open world and story based driven and having all these having like all these unnecessary side quests that are just like not based like not based off of the gameplay that is fun like this game it has the side quests but they're really fun to do and challenging and rewarding and you get stuff and yeah fucking fantastic game uh we talked about the music was good the style uh yeah man this is just a fun as hell i mean at that price point i highly recommend this game and if i was to score it out of 10 what am i gonna give neon white it's gonna get an 8.5 out of 10 this is a great game and uh because of its accessibility its price its easiness to pick up and play and it's extremely highly addictive nature of this game it is a highly highly recommend recommended game by myself personally probably going to be uh up there on my favorite games of the year more than likely it's it's definitely on the list right now i've not played a whole shitload of games at this moment but it's definitely a contender really really like this game i'm surprised like i'm very pleasantly surprised that it lived up to the hype don't i just don't know why i got so connected to this game the millisecond i saw gameplay of it i was just like oh i need that i need that in my life so do yourself a favor look up some gameplay of this and do yourself a double favor and buy this game because i think you're gonna really like this game especially if you like just a really fun kind of arcadey game that's not really heavily story based if you just want to have some freaking mindless fun something that's good that you can put some music onto even though the music in this game is fucking killer but if you want your own music hell yeah if you want to listen to a podcast do it you want to play this while watching sports or something yes this is a game for that really really awesome game i loved neon white and i'm gonna play some more of that shit for sure but i think that is everything for this week uh, for the GX GamerCast, thank you everybody for listening. You've been fantastic. Uh, if you want to do me a favor, you can go over to the YouTube channel, check out some of the Beyond, uh, 
what's that game called? Detroit Become Human, and any of the other playthroughs that I've done on that on that channel over there, that would be uh, very much so appreciated. And let your friends know about this podcast if you liked it. Let me know if there's anything that I can do better on this podcast, or a game, or a video game topic that you would like me to talk about. Hit me up. Maybe I know something a lot about that particular game and or topic, and I can do an episode on it. Like, I'm open. I got like three or four episodes in the works so i got some plans but i'm always open to suggestions absolutely so uh hit me up if you have any questions uh, related to this game any other video games wrestling or hockey hit me up if you have a question you want me to answer it live on the podcast let me know and if it's an appropriate question everything like that you're not being inappropriate i'll answer it live on the podcast and you can be part of the show It'll be a lot of fun so uh thanks everybody sorry that it is monday but hopefully talking about neon white and some fucking grown men slapping each other and ne- fucking the last of us television show helped you get through the last hour or so of your day so keep trucking everybody you grind through another week you'll make it to another weekend and you just got to keep doing it over and over again but hey i'll be here for you with a wrestling recap with some nhl news some video game talk your classic nerdy baloney and all that great stuff but i love it man i'm having a great time and i hope you are too so we'll be back on wednesday with the hockey cast and on the weekend your wrestling cast so hell yeah baby oh and we are getting we're we're, we're ramping oh god I'm, I'm running out of fuel we're ramping up to wrestlemania season so we're almost there just a few more weeks away just going to keep shouting out that i got a wrestling award show upcoming it's going to be basically the season finale and season opener for my show so season one finale is almost here we will be starting season two soon in april so gonna finish it off slash kick it off with a wrestling award show if you have um some unique awards that you would like me to give out for best of worst of awards hit me up with your suggestions i'm all ears i have a lot of awards uh already kind of Uh, worked in there but i'm open to suggestions so that's going to be a really fun show i cannot wait to do it gonna have things on there like worst wrestler of the year best wrestler of the year my top 10 favorite matches of the year best gimmick of the year best tag team best stable worst stable all that stuff so it's going to be a lot of fun to reflect on uh, the first year of uh of the gx plus cast so yeah that's going to be a lot of fun looking forward to that in april and thanks again everybody for listening you're awesome if you're new here hello and uh goodbye we'll be back again on wednesday